This is part six of my recital of the Lotus Sutra, this version. It's got typos, apparently. Um, uh, but first, I would like to mention uh, that this episode is brought to you by... The Gift Arcade, Amar Colony, Mejoki, and South Delhi. I'm not sure what you just saw, because I haven't uh, added it yet, but um, that that's... Uh, it's... It's not actually sponsored. Sahil's a friend of mine. I just thought it would be fun to say that he was that his shop was sponsoring today's video. Uh, but if you are in New Delhi, if you're planning on being in New Delhi, then uh, do visit the Gift Arcade at Amar Colony Marketplace. Um, if you're using Google, you might want to search for the Gift Arcade, not Amar Colony Marketplace. Funny story, about four years ago, when Priyal and I were going on our second date to Taj Mahal, yes, our second date was to Taj Mahal, anyway, uh, she said, just meet me at Amar Colony Marketplace. So I said, okay, simple enough. I got an Ola, for those of you outside India, that's like Uber, and uh, I typed in Amar Colony Marketplace, and something called Amar Colony Market popped up. I figured, must be close enough, right? No, 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 that's in a different part of town. Uh, actually, kind of a, a shady area. It was late at night. It was like where there was a big street and an intersection, and there were some shady guys there, uh, drunk. There was one guy, he saw that I was wearing mala beads, and he was wearing mala beads, and he came up and he said, Hare Krishna, and I said, oh, Tibetan Buddhist, and we got to talking, and then one of his friends came up and was like, hey, you know, with the wide eyes, like ready to try to pull something, and this guy was like, come on, man, look, he's got mala beads, have some respect, and so that was nice, uh, and so I called Priyal and said, hey, I went to Amar Colony Marketplace, I think, uh, and I sent her where I was on the map, and then she came and picked me up and rescued me. And then I later found out that Amar Colony Marketplace is in a completely different place in what they call South Delhi. If it's not east of Kalash, it's very close to east of Kalash. He's actually just basically, I could walk to his shop from where I'm sitting right now. Um, I'll play a little more of that video clip uh, at the end of the video. And uh, let's get right into the reading because I've already been talking for almost three minutes and you know how I like to keep these at about half an hour. So we'll get right to it. Also, there's a guy, oh, I tried to memorize the name of his YouTube channel. I think it was one video or one, oh, well, anyway, I'll mention it again at the next video because I've it slipped my mind. But if you look at Lotus Sutra part four, and look at the comments. Uh, a man, I believe he's in Japan. Uh, I believe that could be a woman. I don't know. I don't know the gender. But anyway, uh, actually, when I had said, you've heard me say before, but that my pronunciation is terrible because I'm from California. And if anybody has any advice about correct pronunciation of these uh, Sanskrit words, or, you know, has links to places where I can learn better pronunciation, please put them in the comments. And he went through and outlined the pronunciation of every word that I've been mispronouncing and provided links to where I can go to learn better pronunciation. So, man, wow, okay. 
I get the feeling most of the people in the West are watching these videos like, why is he wearing that robe? Doesn't he, hasn't he ever heard of cultural appropriation? But it seems, you know, at least uh, one person in Japan is saying, hmm, okay, he needs help with his pronunciation. Here you go. Thank you. To, to all who are, are, are watching with an open heart, uh, thank you. And uh, it's not about me. It's about the sutras, uh, of course, obviously. It's about me a little. No, it's, it's about the sutras and uh, my virtue signaling and vanity and, you know, networking and uh, all of this good stuff. Right? See? If I'm self-aware, it's okay. Uh, what else? Is there anything else? Am I forgetting anything? Uh, no, not really. Let's get to the reading, shall we? If, you, if this is the first time you're seeing me, I apologize. Um, not really, uh, I'm kind of rambling a bit. It's nice and windy and chilly outside. It was very cold a few weeks ago here in New Delhi. And then it started to warm up and I started to get that feeling of, oh, I guess it's just going to keep getting warmer until it's, you know, 48 degrees, which as you Americans uh, know as 120. The rest of the world calls that 48. Anyway, you'll catch up one day. I, I have faith in you. I'm talking crap because I'm from there. It's okay. I'm allowed to say it. Um, you're allowed to say it too, if I'm being honest. Uh, what was I talking about? Yeah, so today it's nice. Last night at, well, last night at 4 a.m. we were awake and it started raining and now it's like hazy, cloudy, foggy. It's not like clouds. It's more like you look up into fog. You don't see any blue and there's a nice breeze and uh, it's chilly. It's nice to have a little bit of that winter again. We were in Goa for so long, they don't even have seasons down there. So, all right, I've, I've talked way too long. Um, Okay, where we left off last time, oh, if this is your first time seeing me, go here instead, now that you've listened to six minutes of me rambling. Um, that's uh, the playlist. Start with Dhammapada. It's a better place to start, especially if you're new to Buddhism. You don't want to jump in with the Mahayana Sutras, in my humble opinion. You want to read Dhammapada and maybe some of the other Pali Sutras, but all I read was Dhammapada from that period. Um, Though that's the teachings of the Buddha, the teachings of the monks that sat with the Buddha and the monks that sat with them, remembering what the Buddha said and what the Buddha taught. What this is, is that university, that school in Bodh Gaya, having developed over a few centuries and having, you know, each, each uh, person, you know, that was in a position of authority, having added, you know, perhaps additional wisdom uh, from a certain perspective, um, brought in these, these additional ideas, developed on ideas that the Buddha had mentioned. And uh, so you don't want to start with that. You, you want to start with the Dhammapada. Um, it's not quite like, you know, if you're delving into Christianity, people say, maybe don't start with Leviticus, you know, go ahead and start with the New Testament. But in Buddhism, I would say start with the Old Testament of Buddhism, which is the Pali Sutras. They're translated into English. You don't have to know Pali. Who knows Pali? A few people. Anyway, um, so yeah, Dhammapada is a good place to start. Then after that, as far as I know, this is the oldest of the Mahayana Sutras. If I'm wrong about that, please do comment below because I, I am making a concerted effort to read these scriptures in order time-wise on the timeline 
So if you have a very keen eye, you might notice that I have reorganized my bookshelf. That second shelf down is the Buddhist books. The reason it's leaning a little bit is because this book is missing. So the other books, you know, lean. And when I put it back, then it looks proper. Um, okay, now I've been talking really way too long. Let's make this a 40-minute video, shall we? I don't want to take out you know, valuable uh, sutra reading time just because I felt like rambling for 10 minutes. So where we are in the sutra, by the way, if you want to start with the beginning of the Lotus Sutra, click here. Um, that's part one of the Lotus Sutra. This is part six, I believe. Uh, a lot happened. I won't go into all of it, but what just happened is um, the Buddha was speaking in a weird way. And then he kind of went, he was like, he was saying, well, those who know already know, and I couldn't possibly communicate this, uh, this wisdom. So if you know, you know, and if you don't know, well, there's nothing I can do. And so all the prideful, you know, people who were like, well, I am among those who already know. So I guess, I guess, uh, I'm done here. I'm going to go get lunch, you know? So they all left. And then now it's a small group. At the beginning, there was all the demons and serpents and, you know, maybe figuratively, I guess, now in retrospect, different types of people who were uh, maybe possessed by <laughs> demons and serpents, um, as well as gods and uh, Gandharvas. What are Gandharvas? I, I think that one video, if that's his YouTube handle, already answered that question, and I haven't read all that yet, but I will. Um... But I know the Garudas, they're the, the big bird kings, bird, bird men, anthropomorphized. Uh, anyway, okay, so they all left, and then the Buddha is like, okay, now, they're all gone, I can start talking. And then he said, It is but now and then, Shariputra that the Tathagata preaches such a discourse on the, on the law as this, on the Dharma as this. Just as but now and then is seen the blossom of the, wow, that's noisy, of the glomerous fig tree, Shariputra. So does the Tathagata, but now and then preach such a discourse on the Dharma. Believe me, Shariputra, I speak what is real. I speak what is truthful. I speak what is right. It is difficult to understand the exposition of the mystery of the Tathagata, Shariputra. For in elucidating, how am I going to do Sanskrit when I can barely do English? Okay, the, the Dharma, Shariputra, I use hundred thousands of various skillful means, such as different interpretations, indications, explanations, illustrations. It is not by reasoning, Shariputra, that the Dharma is to be found. It is beyond the pale of reasoning and must be learnt from the Tathagata. For, Shariputra, it is for a sole object, a sole aim, verily a lofty object, a lofty aim, that the Buddha, the Tathagata, appears in the world. 
And what is that sole object, that sole aim, that lofty object, that lofty aim of the Buddha, the Tathagata appearing in the world? To show all creatures the sight of the Tathagata knowledge, does the Buddha, the Tathagata, appear in the world. To open the eyes of creatures for the sight of Tathagata knowledge, does the Buddha, the Tathagata, appear in the world. This, O Shariputra, is the sole object, the sole aim, the sole purpose of this appearance in the world. Such then, Shariputra, is the sole object, the sole aim, the lofty object, the lofty aim of the Shariputra. And it is achieved by the Tathagata. For Shariputra, I do show all creatures the sight of Tathagata knowledge. I do open the eyes of creatures for the sight of Tathagata knowledge. Shariputra, I do firmly establish the teaching of Tathagata knowledge, Shariputra. I do lead the teaching of Tathagata knowledge on the right path, Shariputra. By means of one sole vehicle, to wit, the Buddha vehicle, Shariputra, do I teach creatures the law. There is no second vehicle, nor a third. This is the nature of the law, the Dharma. I was substituting Dharma for law before, and then I forgot. So when you hear law, that's probably the English translation of Dharma, and when you hear Dharma, that's me translating law back into Dharma, because law has other connotations. Okay, Shariputra. Universally, in the world, in all directions, for Shariputra, all the Tathagatas who in times past existed in countless, innumerable spheres, in all directions, for the weal of many, the happiness of many, out of pity to the world, for the benefit, weal, and happiness of, is weal like an arcane English word that they're using that I'm not aware of? I've noticed in, uh, in India there's, there's words that I don't know, and it turns out, oh my god, calm down out there. Sorry about the New Delhi noises. Um, there's words that are in use in India that are no longer in use in the U.S. or in England or Australia or any of the English-speaking countries, and it's kind of fascinating. I mean, when I, when I moved, just, I, I will get back to this. I won't take too much time, but when I was first, I had first moved to India and my friend Pierre, if you know Pierre, thank you for watching this video. Wow, I wouldn't have expected you to watch this video, but good to see you. Anyway, uh, Pierre, uh, I, I, I can't, I, I'd have to do it. I can't uh, really put it in a nutshell, but he was quite a person. He passed away. And then one time I was dreaming, right? And in the dream, I woke up from the dream. And then I was like, okay, am I still dreaming or is this real? And then I saw Pierre and I was like, that guy's dead. <laughs> and then I woke up for real and I was like, what if Pierre was visiting me? And all I had to say was, that guy's dead. And I felt like a real 
piece of crap, you know. And so the next time I saw him, I went up and I gave him a big hug. And I said, I'm really sorry about last time. How are you? How are you adjusting, you know, to the other side? And he, he said, I'm good. How are you? And I said, I fell in love with an Indian woman and, uh, and I moved to India and I'm going to live here for the rest of my life. And all he had to say was, try not to talk too much. And I woke up from that, and of course I will remember that for the rest of my life. And for a long time, I thought that, you know, he meant that I shouldn't like pollute people with my ideas. I shouldn't pollute India with my American point of view. But only just recently did I realize that maybe he was saying that, you know, wouldn't it be a shame if everybody, not everybody, but wouldn't it be a shame if a few people, you know, even started to imitate my manners of speech, that the English in India is beautiful. It's unique. It's not just 19th century British English, but it's the Indian version of 19th century British English. And I, I love it. I, I love listening to my wife speak, even when she's upset with me. I love listening to it. I mean, I'm a fan of Kali. Okay, let's get back to the reading, shall we? Sorry, this one is a little bit distractible. For the benefit, wheel, maybe wealth. Is that wealth? Uh, there are typos in this book. And happiness of the great body of creatures and who preach the law or dharma to gods and men with able means, such as several directions and indications, various arguments, reasons, illustrations, fundamental ideas, interpretations, paying regard to the dispositions of creatures whose inclinations and temperaments are so manifold, all those Buddhas and Lords, Shariputra, have preached the law to creatures by means of only one vehicle, the Buddha vehicle, which finally leads to omniscience. Now, I'm sorry to do so many sidebars, but it's really interesting. It's really interesting. So when he was talking in a way that was going to make everybody who was so full of pride that they thought they already knew, actually, and they were just coming to kind of, you know, hear the Buddha, like, say things that they felt that they already had. When he was talking that way, he was talking about the three vehicles. What three vehicles? Back then, there was only two vehicles. There was what they, what they the Mahayana, called the Hinayana, which is not what they called themselves. Um, and th there was no Vajrayana yet. Vajrayana was still hundreds of years from developing. But now, in 2022, if you say the three vehicles of Buddhism, people will think, oh, yeah, of course, the small vehicle, Hinayana, rude term, developed by the Mahayana. It's like a slur. Uh, they're Theravada, and then there's like one or two other, you know, uh, uh, differentiations within that. The Pali, the old school, basically old school. And then there's uh, the Mahayana, the big vehicle, and then or the great vehicle. Then there's the Vajrayana, the thunderbolt vehicle or the diamond vehicle. So that's the three vehicles, right? Isn't it? But he just said, you know, after all these arrogant pricks left, he said that there are not three vehicles. There's one vehicle, the Buddha vehicle. And uh, it reminds me of Dogen. 
you know, of course, Dogen aspired with all of his might to be as much like the Buddha as he could possibly be. Um, and he said similar things. He said, don't say, don't say we're a Soto Zen lineage. Don't say that we're Mahayana or that this we're not Mahayana or, or any of these things. There is only one vehicle, the Buddha vehicle. So I just wanted to take a moment to talk about that. If you have any thoughts about that, any, uh, you know, clarifications or something that maybe I'm missing, please do comment below because I'm here to learn. It may look like I'm here to teach, but I'm not a monk, just to remind you. I'm just a guy wearing a monk robe, reading these books for the first time. And uh, I thought I would invite anyone out there in YouTube to join me on my journey of, uh, of discovering the sutras. Because uh, how can I call myself a Buddhist when all I've read are, you know, the, the words and thoughts of you know, British people and Americans who maybe they have read the sutras and then they're going to distill it down for, for my dumb ears. I'm reading the sutras myself. So if I'm missing something, some subtlety, please do let me know. And thank you again to, to the one who already has very much done so. Okay. <clears throat> now, where did I leave off? The Buddha vehicle, which finally leads to omniscience. It is identical with showing all creatures the sight of Tathagata knowledge, with opening the eyes of creatures for the sight of Tathagata knowledge, with the awakening or admonishing, parentheses, by the display, parentheses, or sight, and parentheses, of Tathagata knowledge with leading the teaching of Tathagata knowledge on the right path. Such is the Dharma they have preached to creatures. And those creatures, Shariputra, who have heard the Dharma from the past Tathagatas, have all of them reached supreme perfect enlightenment. Does that include Manjushri? Probably. I mean, he's got a statue, right? Um, Another time. There was a Bodhisena, you know, uh, well, anyway, okay. Uh, he wasn't Manjushri, I think he was Maitreya. He, he arrived in Japan, and then the, the head priest there at the time, and, um, oh, oh, Nara, uh, uh, Bodhisena told him, oh, Manjushri, it's been so long, you know, I, Maitreya, have missed you. I, I think that was how it went. And so everybody was, oh, whoa, okay, you know. They thought that Bodhisena was the one with the authority, and he came to Japan and just immediately gave, gave authority to the guy who already had the authority under the emperor. So it was a very, you know, people can interpret it as a very clever political move or as a wow, divine, you know, thing. Take your pick, you know, it, you're free to do so. And uh, don't listen to me, you know, do, do other research besides listening to me. I have this, this much knowledge, and there's a lot more people commenting in the YouTube below. Is, they have more knowledge than I do. And the Tathagatas, who shall exist in the future, Shariputra, in countless innumerable spheres, in all directions, for the weal of many, the happiness of many, out of pity for the world, to the world, for the benefit, weal, and happiness, that's W-E-A-L, and happiness of the great body of creatures 
And who shall preach the Dharma to gods and men? Parentheses, comma, space, as above, till, end parentheses, the right path. Uh, such is the law they shall preach to creatures, and those creatures, Shariputra, the chair is squeaking, so don't get any ideas. Uh, and those creatures, Shariputra, who shall hear the Dharma from the future Tathagatas, shall all of them reach supreme perfect enlightenment. Well, I hope reading it in a book counts. I don't think I've met any real Tathagatas. And the Tathagatas, who now at present are staying, living, existing, Shariputra, in countless, innumerable spheres in all directions, and who are preaching the Dharma to gods and men, parentheses, comma, as above, till, end parentheses, the right path. Such is the law they are preaching to creatures. And those creatures, Shariputra, I'm not reading the same thing twice, it really is written twice, uh, Shariputra, who are hearing the Dharma from the present Tathagatas, all of them shall reach supreme perfect enlightenment. Okay, the three, the three, uh, States, the three worlds, the three, what's that called? Past, present, and future. Uh, all right. I myself also, Shariputra, am at the manifold, I am at the present period, a Tathagata. For the wheel of many, parentheses, comma, till, and parentheses, manifold, I myself also, Shariputra, am preaching the law to creatures, Till, I'm not going to do the whole thing. Just when I say till, know that there's a parenthesis, a comma, a space, and then till, and then in parentheses. It's ridiculous. Okay, the right path. Such is the Dharma I preach to creatures. And those creatures, Shariputra, who now are hearing the Dharma from me, shall all of them reach supreme perfect enlightenment. In this sense, Shariputra, it must be understood that nowhere in the world a second vehicle is taught, far less a third. Let that sink in for a minute. Okay. Yet, Shariputra, when the Tathagatas happen to appear at the decay of the epoch, the decay of creatures, the decay of besetting sins, the decay of views, the decay of lifetime, when they appear amid such signs of decay at the disturbance of the epoch, when creatures are much tainted, full of greed and poor in roots of goodness, then Shariputra, how did he know 2,000 years ago? Oh, well, I guess there was Rome and, you know, China went through a few phases like that. But it just seems like, wow, he's really describing today, isn't he? Um, uh, then, Shariputra, the Tathagatas use skillfully to designate that one and sole Buddha vehicle by the appellation of the threefold vehicle. Okay, so it's a bit of a trinity, a vehicle trinity, sort of. So... Using So the three vehicles are the skillful means by which many can be brought to the one vehicle. 
because some people don't want to sit and shave their head and chant, I'm sorry if I'm, I'm not mocking anybody. I, I just, I don't know the words to the chants, uh, ringing the bells. Some people, that's what they want. Some people, that's not what they want. Some people want to sit in Zazen for years until they get there. Some people want community and yellow robes and all the bells and whistles, literally, if you count, you know, giant horns made from human bones as whistles. Uh, and some people want the incense and the little, you know, the, the sort of more Chinese Mahayana style. Uh, there's so many different forms of Buddhism. And there's kind of more forms sort of forming. Um, by the way, just an opinion. There are people who think that being Buddhist is a kind of cultural appropriation, as if the Buddha only meant for these teachings to be for Indians, Nepali, Chinese, Japanese, Thai. I mean, think about it. Like, Buddhism spread throughout the world and to ancient Greece also. And maybe even to, you know, Egypt when Jesus was growing up there. So, that's ridiculous. Now, now, if someone says, hey, that, that's a Bhutani monk's robe. You're wearing a Bhutani, you're, you're appropriating Bhutani culture. I'll, I'll give you that you might possibly have a point. But as far as Buddhism, you can't appropriate it. It's for everyone. It really is for everyone. As much as the Christians say that Christianity is for everyone. But they, they're a lot more gung-ho about going around converting people than uh, any Buddhist ever has been. Just an opinion. I hope you don't mind me inserting an opinion here and there in this uh, sutra reading. Okay, I'll read a bit more. Mm -hmm. If you're angry at what I said, please do comment below. As I've mentioned, it'll boost my ratings. Whenever I say that, people unsubscribe. It's funny. Okay. All right. Doop -de doo They're like, ah, I'm going to be clever. I'm not going to comment and tell him how angry I am. I'm going to unsubscribe. Ha, ha, ha. Take away some of his... Yeah, okay. I, I see you. All right. Mm-hmm. Poor in roots of goodness. Okay, skip a bit, brother. Now, Shariputra. Such disciples, arhats, or... Pratyeka Buddhas, who I know you corrected my pronunciation and I appreciate that and I will work on it. Um, I appreciate it. I, I will look at those comments. Do not hear they're actually being called to the Buddha vehicle by the Tathagata. Who do not perceive nor heed it. Those, Shariputra, should not be acknowledged as disciples of the Tathagata. Okay, let me back up a little bit. Because I, I was too many sidebars. Uh, all right. When they appear amid the Tathagatas, that is. When the Tathagatas appear amid such signs of decay at the disturbance of the epoch. When creatures are much tainted, full of greed, and poor in roots in goodness, of roots of goodness. Then, Shariputra, the Tathagatas use skillfully to designate that one, that one and sole Buddha vehicle by the appellation of the threefold vehicle. Now, Shariputra, such disciples, Arhats or Pratyeka Buddhas, who do not hear they're actually being called to the Buddha vehicle by the Tathagata, who do not perceive nor heed it, those, 
Shariputra should not be acknowledged as disciples of the Tathagata, nor as Arhats, nor as Pratyeka Buddhas. I'm just going to stop right there and keep this at about a half an hour because I'm going to be adding a little bit from my friend's shop. Um, but I think that that's powerful. I, I want to end it there because I don't want to move on to the next thought. I want to kind of sit with that for a little bit. Um, it kind of makes me think, you know, uh, about how sometimes, you know, people like I was, I was Uber driving back in, uh, in the U.S. years ago. And uh, I picked up a woman. She happened to be from India. And uh, she was going, she lived in the U.S. And she was going to this cult. You know, it was a, in a house. It was, it was a temple that was a house, someone's house. And it was Indian Theravada. Right? Um, and I told her I was interested in Tibetan Buddhism and uh, Japanese Zen Buddhism. And she said, you know, the Buddha came from India, right? So, I mean, I'm not going to come out and say that she should not be considered as a disciple of the Tathagata. But I am going to say that according to the Lotus Sutra, that's what the Buddha seems to be saying. Um, and maybe, maybe neither should I, or at least at that time. I mean, I was aware that there's one Buddha teaching, and I, you've heard me emphasize it before. Um, and if you're familiar with the esoteric nerd, if you saw my episode with Amandeep, uh, then you heard me talk about how sometimes there are Vajrayana lineages, Americanized Vajrayana lineages, that lose sight of the original teachings of the Buddha, the fourfold, uh, the Four Noble Truths and the Eightfold Path taught in Theravada. It's just interesting. I'm probably talking too much. I don't mean to add a lot of my own babbling to this. I just wanted to sit with that for a little while. That there is one vehicle, and through skillful means in the age when everything is fucked up, you know, if you'll pardon my, my German, really, that, that word was German, not French. Anyway, or Germanic, to strike, it means. Um, yeah, in this age that we're in, like hardcore Kali Yuga, right? Uh, yeah, there's this vehicle, there's that vehicle, there's that vehicle, take your pick. But really all roads lead to Rome, or in this case, Modh Gaia or something. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'm talking too much. I feel like he already said it better than I am saying it. And so, uh, yeah. Well, anyway, thank you all for tuning in. And um, I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to next time when we uh, find out what the Buddha's going to say next. I'm happy that we've, after the first two or three or four episodes, the Buddha hadn't even been talking yet. And so I'm happy to be, to be in the part of the sutra where Lord Buddha, Gautama Buddha, is speaking. Um, and uh, yeah, as promised, I will close after the prayer. Uh, we'll close with, with a, little bit of, a little bit more of that video about my friend's shop down the street. The Gift Arcade at Amar Colony. Check it out. You can find beautiful statues of Guru Nanak there. Guru Nanak was the uh, founder, well, you could say the founder of Sikhism. 
at the time that phrase wouldn't have made any sense because Sikh was the word for disciple in his language. So he had disciples, right? They were the Sikhs. They were the disciples of him. And, uh, well, anyway, I recommend uh, researching Guru Nanak and uh, the Mal Mantra. The Mal Mantra. It's good. Anyway, uh, enough about that. I'll close with the prayer that my dad and I used to perform at the end of our morning meditations. And then after that, uh, you can see a little bit more about my friend's shop down the street. Okay. To the north and to the south, to the east and to the west, to the spirits of light among us and to the spirits below, we send out our reverent love and compassion. May all beings be happy. May all beings be serene. May all beings be in peace. Good night.